Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 17, looking at verses 3 and 4 from the New King James Version. We're looking at Micah. Micah has stolen and returned 1,100 pieces of silver to his mother. He stole it from his mother. He returned it to his mother. And his mother had an idea what she wanted to do with the silver. And now that he's returned it to her, let's listen to what uh, the Bible says. So when he had returned the 1,100 shekels of silver to his mother, his mother said, I had wholly dedicated the silver from my hand to the Lord for my son to make a carved image and a molded image. Now, therefore, I will return it to you. Thus, he returned the silver to his mother. Then his mother took 200 shekels of silver and gave them to the silversmith. And he made it into a carved image and a molded image. And they were in the house of Micah. Again, Judges chapter 17, verses 3 and 4, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to give you insights from the commentaries and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that's Judges chapter 17, verses 3 and 4, read from the New King James Version. Micah's mother has told him, okay, I've put this money aside for, for you, my son, to dedicate, uh, I've dedicated this silver for you to make an idol, an image for, to the Lord. But let's listen to the commentaries. She said she dedicated the silver to Yahweh for Micah to make an idol. The purpose of the idol was apparently to provide Micah with a protective sacred object of blessing in his house shrine, which is a, a definitely a violation of God's ordinances. His mother apparently sees no problem in dedicating 200 pieces of silver. Now she's already told him she had decided to give the entire thing the whole 1,100 pieces to God. But obviously when it came time to do so, Matthew Henry said her covetousness would not allow her to to part with all of it. She only gave up 200 pieces. So she gave him 200 pieces to make an idol for Yahweh. And of course, this is a clear violation of Exodus chapter 20, verses 4 and 5. No matter how innocent it seems, God doesn't want any kind of junk made as a, a, a way to uh, worship him. Uh, Exodus 24 and 5 reads, 
You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. And um, the children of Israel knew this. And Micah was probably being obedient to his mother. And maybe he was already, uh, because later on it's going to suggest that he already had a house with all kinds of little idols. Again, a violation of God's law. But it's also showing what state the uh, Israel is in. But let me continue reading. He um, had the, the silver made into a carved image and a molded image. The idol was likely to be carved from wood or stone and then covered with silver. And the other, the molded figure, was to be formed in solid uh, metal cast into a mold. And we have to observe that the mother only gave 200 shekels. She promised 1,100, but she only gave 200. One commentary says that probably the expense of making two such figures or figurines or idols or pieces of junk of silver with all their trimmings, which would include the petals, pedestals and the bases, might easily cost in those days much more than 200 shekels. And she didn't have enough to create two big statues. But the sense of this passage uh, that the uh, author, the narrator, is giving us is that Micah did all this as though it was a normal and acceptable practice. Of course, it's a violation, but, you know, they're just going about, uh, it's going to tell us later, they're going to do what they think is right in their own eyes. So it seems that um, it was easy for Israel, for the people of Israel, for the children of Israel to um, have and make idols at that time against the law of God. And this again shows how Israel's society was bent toward idolatry. They had already gone through this in the uh, wilderness experience when they had Aaron create a an idol of a golden calf and here they are you know fresh from that experience because this is not many generations later and they're doing the same thing they're creating idols they're not following god's order and they're crying to him for help but they're not following his laws and his rules and his ways if uh, of serving him and worshiping him so it shows the general spiritual state of israel during this period that it was greatly disordered and corrupt and then Micah keeps this idol this piece of junk in his home let's pray father we thank you as we study your word help us to uh, rightly divide your word especially passages like this one that's a little hard to understand Father, we thank you as we look at this picture that we know that you don't want us to have graven images. You don't want us to have idols. You don't want us to have little pieces of junk 
whether it's dedicated to you or not. And sometimes, Father, we do fall into that trap where there are little trinkets and, and uh, things that we feel, you know, are like something that uh, has a connection that connects us to you. So God forgive us if we put faith or any kind of trust in anything that could be misconstrued as an idol. Father, because your word says that you should, should ha- there should be no graven images. And not even if we do it thinking that we're uh, doing it for you as Micah's mother did. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way, especially today on 9-11, 21 years ago. Uh, so many lost their lives. So God, we're praying for those who need you as they remember and reflect upon that uh, event, those events of 21 years ago. Again, we're praying for uh, the families that are mourning, families that need you in a special way for all kinds of needs. You know what they are, and all we can do is cast them before you. Praying again for the Ukrainians as they fight uh, the Russians. You know the outcome, and we're just praying that it ends pretty soon. Praying for wisdom for uh, Prince Charles as he goes forth in his uh, the state of his mother, praying for that country. Give them peace. Give them wisdom in the name of Jesus. And we're thanking you in advance, God, for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.